Hello, this is Red Femme, and today we're recording an episode in the park. So if you hear any nature sounds or planes flying overhead, that's what it is. So please just imagine that you're in the park with us chatting this evening. Yes, or this morning, or whenever you're listening. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Philip Schofield and the scandal that surrounds him on this morning. For those outside the UK, this morning is a daytime TV show that's from about 5am till 9am and millions of people tune in every day. Philip Schofield is one of the presenters. He's kind of been a beloved TV presenter for about 30 years. I used to watch him as a child in the 1990s presenting kids TV shows. I think even for a while they tried to make him into a bit of a hunk in girls magazines. Mm. But anyway, he's now I think around 60 and there has been a furore <laughs> around I mean, some of his like, conduct it was like uh, about a year ago i started to see like on tiktok videos about philip schofield and this young man slash boy that um was a runner on his television show and oh look this youtuber they're they're in the background of this youtube video um and he looks quite young and uh, isn't that interesting? And oh, is there a super injunction where we're not allowed to talk about it? And it was kind of, and then suddenly it was a trickle more, trickle more. People started talking about it on Twitter. And who is this young man? And why was he there? And now is he, why is he gone now? And how old were they when they met? Well, just to say that, I, I don't know if it, was it a year ago? He came out as gay, Philip Schofield. And people long, yeah. said he's actually coming out as gay rather than this young man selling a story about how he had an affair with him and that he knows he's gay. And so the, kind of this, this thing of him coming out, it was used to sort of obscure and off, offset. Yes, that allegedly. Was, that he was actually seeing, had, had been seeing a young man and there were rumours about that he'd actually met the man as a child, yes. which turns out now to be true. It is true that they met. Yes. And that he'd been texting him since he was... Not texting him, but messaging him since underage. Well, there was tweets. I mean, I don't know what you've seen, but I've seen that there was tweets of Matthew towards Philip. And they weren't, like, public tweets being like, Hey, Phil, nice to meet you today on whatever. And Philip wouldn't reply on Twitter. Um, So, allegedly, there's messages. But there's definitely one-way communication. Well, yeah. the story is he met him at about 10 and then again at 14. Yes. And then he got him a job at 18. Yes. So in order to get someone a job at 18, you probably have, have to have know them before, before then. Yeah. And apparently they... He does admit that they... He okay. said he was messaging him before that time. Right. And that it was, a, it was professional, that it was about helping his career in TV mm. and whatever he wanted to go into. But the reality is how many adults do that for children that have no connection to you this is classic grooming classic like so on the nose and it often is like a professional thing like i'm gonna help you in your career i'm older more experienced this is like a paternalistic sort of relationship so very loud motorbike for this part so it's incentivizing basically you're giving an incentive to the child to maintain contact with you because you're promising them things. Yes. And one of the things that keeps being conflated is no one cares that a 52-year-old man would be having an affair with a 20-year-old. No. You might well think, oh, that's a bit dodgy. He's an older, more powerful colleague. 
and this is a workplace context. But these kind of things happen all the time. The 20-year-old is usually besotted with the older person. Mm. It's not, like, this is not the controversy. The controversy, or, or the problem, is that he was a child when he met him. And a really good TikTok that I saw by a guy from Liverpool, of course, uh, <laughs> the UK's premier working-class Irish city, sort of explained it and said, look, like when I've met my friend's children when they were 11, I always saw them kind of at that age. Mm. And then when they were 25 and getting married, it was always a bit sort of like, oh, wow, they've grown up and I can't believe they're 25 now. And you always remember that they were a kid. And this creates a certain prohibition in your mind. At least it should do. Yeah. But but clearly for some people, it doesn't. I don't think it's a surprise that Philip Schofield's brother has been convicted of paedophilia. No. No. The other PR move they've tried to do as well is to say, oh, well, this is about he lied. Oh, it's such a sad thing that Phil lied. Such a sad thing that Phil had an affair. It's like, no, put yourself in the, the position of a member of public member of the public you find find out an older man has put himself in a position to have access to like 10 year olds and then when that when that 10 year old was 18 hired him onto a show and then fucked him presumably like there's a lot to that story that is very dodgy beyond like some moral objection to lying yeah like what and no one is concerned about yeah like him being gay or having like it's just very like all the telltale signs for grooming are there and if it wasn't grooming it should be, it's a very easy thing to prove just like publish the messages you know have him speak out if you're just if this was just a friendly thing why can't he say so well if it was a thing that genuinely happened where an 18 year old young man joins a workplace is besotted with the celebrity tv presenter two years later something happens and there you go. They start having an affair. It was kind of, again, it's the kind of thing, workplace gossip. It is what Philip Schofield said, and he's trying to pass it off as unwise, but not illegal. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but that's not the whole story, is it? No. And people love to prefer that this is about moralism. Oh, he lied. Who gives a flying fuck if he lied? Depends what you're lying about. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, it's so strange that there's such a taboo around accepting that grooming is really common in our society and yeah. instead you want to make it about moralism i know there's something to be said about that he you know lied to his wife and he says oh no i just always thought i was bisexual and then i realized i was gay whatever whatever you lied to your wife okay it's morally reprehensible but this is not illegal for a reason because it's not actually damaging to the degree that we would have to create laws around it or whatever The reason that grooming is illegal is because it's destructive and harmful to such an incredible extent. And the fact that they have photos together at 10 and then again at 14 and then the messaging before. There's no reason for an adult to be messaging anybody underage. Well, and what I find kind of incredible about some of his apologists is they act as if it's insane to ask these questions or homophobic to ask these questions. And it's just like a very straightforward question any human being would have when presented with the evidence. Oh, here are photos together when they were 10, 14, 16. At what point did the relationship actually start? Should we believe you? Was this orchestrated in such a way so that you can sleep with him the second it was legal? Like, these are all very reasonable questions to act as if this is like 
anti-gay male like homophobia is a bit absurd like we'd ask these questions if it was a man and a woman obviously yeah there probably is more for all over a man doing it to a boy because right. people care more about boys than girls right that's true but that's actually just the double standard that we should care as much about girls when it happens it's yeah. not that we should care just as little uh, as about boys as we do girls yeah and I just think it's so interesting because he's hired a crisis team, yeah? Like, there's been lots of money thrown at PR. Oh, do you think? Oh, yeah, I don't know. There's been reports, definitely. And the way that the PR people have approached it is to say, um, okay, we're going to ch- change, control the narrative. We're going to stop making it about grooming. We're going to start doing a lying and an affair. Mm. And they've been very successful at it. Because two days on, three days on after his interview, now it's all about lying in an affair. Mm. And it's about bullying. And it's not about grooming anymore. Yeah. And that's what PR representatives do. That's what they're <laughs> very clever at. Well, that's what Holly Willoughby, who's his co-presenter, who's a kind of, I think, late 30s woman, who presents herself as this kind of traditional every woman and every mum. Like very, like, English, countryside, like... She wears, like, floral dresses, like, every day. Like, very small C, conservative. She's And she's always looked like, like that since she was about 21. Right. It's always been, this is the image I present of just middle-class goodness. Yeah. And she's, like, got lots of sponsorships with, like, mum brands and... Yeah. And she kind of did a thing the other day that was a bit strange. British people found it so strange. <laughs> I really wonder if there was an American on the PR team who helped them write that who came up with the are you okay line and everyone <laughs> thought she was talking to the cameraman because it's like holly you're breaking the third wall you can't because talk that's... to people in their slippers and dressing gowns in the morning <laughs> through the tv camera this isn't 1984 like we all have to vote how we're feeling what <laughs> i feel like an american would think oh that's like very like comforting and nice because they're like they're just more individualistic so we find like, it very direct <laughs> And very disturbing. <laughs> I saw one tweet that was like, I quite like being talked to like like a like a child in daycare. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> we were all wanting to get back to feeling normal. People were tweeting like is this, is this morning starting a cult? <laughs> Whereas Americans would be like, oh that's so sweet. Like I thought it was so genuine and yeah. sincere. Like she tried to say and it was a bit of, it had a couple of double meanings and she said um we've all been lied to phil hasn't been truthful and it's sort of staging for truthful about what like how far does the untruthfulness go and i think that was her fully throwing him under the bus yeah. while sticking to this whole it's the lies that are wrong but what is he lying about and as far as we're aware or what katie hopkins who's a gen- generally quite odious commentator on tv but she's very good on this um she says that she says that um basically her story this is what katie hopkins says and she puts these tiktoks i think she puts them up because she fucking hates these people and then her attorneys call her and say please take it down (laughs) so she put one up and she said basically he was gonna sell the story that's why they were forced to talk about it that's why it came out he's gonna sell the story back when he came out as gay there was some indication the story was going out again so they had to address it ahead of time um, she also said Holly Willoughby was fully aware and that there'll be a fully throw, throwing under the bus. There'll be another person that she'll be that she'll be seen in public with having coffee with and they'll be best friends and they'll be the new co-host. But this thing about July. And then the second TikTok she did say that we're going to she said is that we're going to hear from Matthew 
in July. When the NDA stops. She didn't say that, but that's my... Yeah. That's my... Um, we don't really have NDAs here. There are other things like confidentiality agreements, and that is what will be coming to an end. And he denies that there is any kind of agreement, some such agreement, but you're often you're allowed to deny the agreements exist. That's part of the clauses. When yeah. I've no, a hundred percent. Like when I've employers get you to sign like non compete clauses and NDAs, you're allowed to. It says in there. If you're also, he it. might not know. It might be between Matthew and this morning. Right. All sorts of possibilities. Right. So yeah, it's interesting, and I think that. I do like this perspective of Katie Hopkins that it shows that kind of how hypocritical these types of people are that behave as if they act as if they're squeak, squeaky clean. Yeah. Yeah. And this morning very very much was like I always found it a very weird show because if you watched it the clips you know go viral in other okay. places and I always thought it was very weird because sometimes it'd be like we're cooking spaghetti carbonara and then the next clip would be like abortion. <laughs> What does the what does the country think? And like it would be like a really serious discussion. No, they'll ha- they'll so, have people on that are like dying of like a terminal disease. Yeah. The scientists can't say what it is apart from that they're dying, and they'll have them on the sofa, like next to the fluffed up cushions, and then they'll turn to camera and go next chocolate pudding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always thought it was so bizarre. I was like, I would not want this to be the start of my day. I would just find it so disorienting. I think it's for a lot of people who are home looking after their kids. And honestly, it's not something like you put it on in the background a lot of the time as you're pottering around. And it has got this idea of there's different segments that kind of, you know, keep you going or, or people will tune in for different bits. A lot of it is the news. And yeah, the a lot weather. of it is the news and the weather. And yeah. But no, there is a British thing of sort of running um, roughshod over kind of devastating news exactly (laughs) like and you're very brave around this issue of your terminal illness next bracelet for your best friend we're gonna teach you how to make one yeah exactly (laughs) no and it's also how british people behave in real life they'll be like oh we found out nan has alzheimer's Oh dear. Yes. So when will we be seeing you on Sunday for dinner? Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, we've had a slight bit of emotionality and now we must pretend it never happened. (laughs) Yeah. I've always thought it was quite an odd show. And I, what do we think happened allegedly? Oh, obviously he nonced that kid. Yeah, no, it's completely obvious. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, okay, you meet him at 10. You meet him again at 14. In that TikTok, you know Jack Jones, who's like a stupid YouTuber TikTok type. I think it was maybe on, maybe he was on some Essex reality show. I don't know. I don't but know. that footage where he accidentally captured Phil and yes. the boy in the background, the boy looks very young. He doesn't look... He doesn't look late teens, he looks early teens. Well, maybe let's say he's 16, which incredibly in this country means that you can have sex with any Adult. one older. I know. It's just crazy. But let's say he's 16... I just don't, well, I don't know. I just don't think groomers spend that long waiting around for you to fuck. But then maybe I don't think like a groomer and maybe they're willing to spend the time and the years well, cultivating that's what Michael you. Jackson did. Yeah. That's what, you know, from all accounts, I do think it's, I do think it can happen that way. What is sinister is that he's a patron of this charity of the arts for children. 
and that's where they met originally. Well, that's what groomers do. Yeah, exactly. They put themselves... It's, it's, it's so textbook and so obvious. And, like, I'm not trying to do a sins of the father thing. But also, when he, I saw a tweet of when he was talking about when he spoke to his brother about um, his pedoph- pedophilia or child rape or child molestation charges. And he was like, oh, and then we spent forever of him in detail telling me what happened. And I'm thinking like, oh, God, I wouldn't want to hear in detail about no. things and then, that happened. And then he told like, him you need to get therapy. Whereas I'd just be like, you need to fuck get... Fuck off and die. Need, I'd be like, you yeah. need to get locked up. Write yeah. that on a piece of paper and give it to the police. And like, that's the only way... And never way you... speak to me again. Well, like, I just would be like... The only positive thing I could say, I'd be like, well, the only way you're going to get redemption is if you admit it and go to prison and net like spend the rest of your life trying to make up for this yeah that's your redemptive arc if there is one and i think that yeah i I just yeah it's hard to say okay his brother is a convicted pedophile and so therefore but it's look we wouldn't but but i wouldn't be thinking that if he hadn't had contact with a kid that he then went on to have sex with yeah and i do think it doesn't make that much difference as to whether the boy was 16 or 20 because the fact is you had contact with him as a child. Yeah, that's it. That's the headline. And it's not about a lie and it's not about an affair or any of these things. Like, Philip Schofield was having sex with men and uh, maybe boys, allegedly boys, for many, many years while being married to a woman. Like, let's be honest. But people have sex outside of marriage. I don't know if it's majority, I, but it's something that happens. And, and even whatever. though we live in the West and it's all like, and not, you know, homophobic or, you know, people are inclusive and accepting and wonderful, it isn't an uncommon arrangement. Right. Especially in the middle classes. Especially so, if you want a media career. Yes. And they or love a political career. They love that squeaky clean. He's, he wasn't on Blue Peter, I don't think, but this kind of idea of the Blue Peter presenter, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not an uncommon arrangement. No. Uh-oh. And I I feel really sorry for his wife and daughters. And when he came on, um, when he said, well, like when he recently spoke on TV and said, oh, I'm suicidal. Is this what everyone wants? Oh, stop. I just thought, well, this is such emotional blackmail. And actually, yeah. <laughs> like if you, if you want to dispose of yourself at this point, no one's like, oh, you'll be missed, mate. <laughs> Like, no, it's like classic. It was so manipulative. There was like no comment whatsoever about like victims of child sexual abuse or grooming or like the effect this has had on other people. It was just like, I, and when he said, I know how Carolyn Flack felt, yeah. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I think that was probably a line fed to him by the PR. Well, firm he, he's as well. trying to say I'm being persecuted because she was basically persecuted. Well, he's trying to say it's unfair. It's unfair persecution. I'm not guilty and I'm being bullied, basically. Yeah. Which is what happened to Caroline. Yeah. And also trying to equate someone who has a legacy of like, oh, we should stop online bullying and we should start being nice to news presenters and we should stop this, like, British media should be more compassionate. He's trying to, like, saddle up to that. Well, it's considering that these are real people, even if you see them online or on the internet. And that's true. But you did one of the worst things anyone can possibly do. Yeah. And it's, it is. Like, I would need, like, if you think it's okay, explain. Explain how you think it's okay to meet a child, stay in touch with them, and have sex with them when you're legally allowed to. As far as we know. Yes. Yeah. his story as well, you know. But, like, ex- explain why that's all right. 
I mean, everything that Katie Hopkins has said will happen has happened. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in July. Mm. I think it's very highly likely there is a non-disclosure agreement of a kind. I think what will happen in July is we won't actually find out anything we don't already know, but the, the emphasis on the grooming will be clear. And I think he'll do like an interview. And Matthew will say, he DM'd me. Yeah. Or even he replied to my DM and he suggested we meet for coffee. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, he got close to my parents. Like yeah. the, the, the classic stuff that yeah. these kinds of men do. And actually, yeah. when you think about the investment, it was only a couple of years. Yeah. It's only, what, five years? And children are so impressionable. It's not like it takes a lot of effort. Especially if you're, like, a famous man. Well, this is the thing that everyone at school had crushes on their teachers when they were 12, 13. The point is the responsibility of the adult or the person in a position of power to not go along with that. And you shouldn't want to. But even if you want to, you you can't. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, you have to... The job of the adult is to say no. And it's not like it would have been difficult for Philip Schofield to have sex with young men. No. You didn't need to groom that one. Apart from, I think he probably has a paedophilic tendency, and I'm basing that off his brother. Do you want to go into why you think that? Because of your... Oh, because I think sexuality is developmental and they grew up in the same household as the same sex and that they're both gay. Yeah. Well, I've said it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... But, you know, you don't need to agree with that Freudian perspective to just be like, well, this is clear. No one meets a 10-year-old and thinks, oh, I'll stay in touch with you. <laughs> like, I'm not even funny. Like, kids are generally, to adults, quite boring. And like, unless they're I your own have, kids. I wanted to help you with your career. I mean, what do you get out of that? It wasn't in, like, a structured, like, mentorship program. It wasn't, like, yeah. part of, like, you weren't, like, hired by a college or university and he wasn't like an inner city kid lacking opportunities he was part of a children's drama troupe yeah yeah already probably a child who's loved and supported well i guess we'll find out in july he doesn't his accent doesn't sound particularly middle class to me from what i've heard from him but well regardless you still can't nonce the posh ones (laughs) 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 you can't I don't really care. I just, we know for a fact that it wasn't one of those schemes where you have an adult mentor and they, and even when you do, you meet those people in a very formalized setting. Mm. There's lots of oversight. Safeguarding laws. Safeguarding laws. You meet them in a public space. You write up the notes of what's happened. There's a process. Yeah. And um, I just, I think that a lot of, it happens a lot with women. um, And I'm sure it happens a lot with young gay men and boys as well is like often careers this like think of i'm your mentor or i'm like this paternalistic person that's going to help you with career your career is used so much to groom girls Mm. and women yes so much it's like a very classic tactic well every teenage girl I, i knew that could sing and was interested in singing her boyfriend would always be Oh, a guy who says he's building a studio. Yeah, exactly. And then even his friends would say to her, you know, he said that to every teenage girl he's been with. I mean, they won't say teenage girl, every girl he's been with, the studio's never been built. There's always like a carrot. Well, I also heard it happen in real life. Like he was my boss at the law office and I was the secretary. And he said, if we met for coffee twice a week, um, he would help me through like paralegal training and help me because you're like, I've heard there's so many of these stories mm. with varying degrees of like illegality and predation. It's, it's just classic. Like no, yeah. no older men 
man necessarily wants to help a young woman or a young boy into the uh, into a field out of the goodness of their heart mm. like i'm gonna say it doesn't exist yeah i think it i can't think of a single example of it existing and we can look at the fact that women don't do this i don't know of any yes. lesbians that have ever helped out a young woman for whatever reason because adults just don't do that with kids no without there being a sexual agenda and it's a sexual predator it's usually sexual predation and therefore it's overwhelmingly men um doing it and yeah i really think that there's a sort of willful naivety around this stuff and there's this ideological obfuscation of trying to say that this is just moralism and it's about an affair it's not no one gives a flying fuck about that and okay you might say oh it's a bit dodgy sleeping with the interns this is normal judith butler is notorious for going to conferences and having sex with postgrads that she doesn't have to scan the chromosomes yes <laughs> of to know which ones she are knows women. perfectly well which women phd students <laughs> um, a she wants to take to her hotel and b that they're definitely women and you know she's in her 60s or whatever and has probably been doing this since her 50s 40s people gossip about it and maybe someone might say oh it's a bit dodgy but like whatever ultimately yeah. other than a bit of like spicy chat yeah it doesn't mean anything so this wouldn't have legs no and they're trying to say that the legs are about him being gay. It's just not. Or lying. That's when I see a lot. Oh, he's told a lie. <laughs> like, who gives just... a fuck? Like, are we school children? Like, I don't give a shit. No, but that's, that's <laughs> kind of the position Holly Willoughby tried to make, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is, I'm a schoolmistress who's right. very upset that lying has gone on. And then her and her all white. Yeah, all white. With the, with the high neck mm. and the big buttons and like... I just, like, Britain is a very conservative society. It is, yeah. In, with a small C in a lot of ways. And a big C, often. But, like, it's much more conservative than... Everyone almost has a base, sort of like a basis of conservative small C, including myself. Yeah. It, it just depends how extensive your base is, like, your baseline. Because no TV presenter would show up with, like, like a high-necked white... Like, the, people would just be like, are you a nun? Like, Have you arrived from the 1850s? Like, what's happened? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's a very... So they're trying to say, like, oh, this is, like, Victorian morality. He's told a naughty lie. It's like, no, he probably likely fucked a kid. Like, that's kind of the He problem. was caught with a saucy black and white photograph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, there we are. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening to... <laughs> what is that guy's name? Chris Chris Hansen <laughs> like edition of Red Femme. <laughs> well we might do a part two in July if more comes out. If Katie Hopkins is in fact correct. Yeah. I, I watch her TikTok, like her profile, like religiously, like making sure really? she doesn't Yeah, because she puts these up and then her solicitor calls and goes, What the <laughs> Take fuck? That down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So well. Alright. Shoot in next time. Shoot in then. Bye.